maybe a little off. <laughs> welcome, oh welcome, gosh. welcome to manhandling my kid. Is this episode thirty-three? I believe so. Yeah, we'll episode say it 33 is thirty-three of the Howlers podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Uh, we're so happy to have you here uh, for our match week twenty-four recap. Twenty-four of thirty-eight. What's the matter, Connor? You don't like that beer? No. I knew I wasn't going to like it either. What kind of beer is it? You can start. It is um, Citizen Cider. It's a Dirty Mayor. It's one of those uh, ginger-infused ginger ciders, and it is way too gingery for my palate. So it's, it's not even a beer at all? No, it's not a beer. I had to get rid of it. I had to get rid of it in uh, my fridge. It's been there for... It tastes like fucking ever. It tastes like really bad tea. It's not even fizzy like anymore. Cold tea. Is that what you're drinking, Jalen? Oh, you're drinking a Bud Light. I can see it on the camera. Classic. <laughs> Back to his roots. Classic. You know, Tristan. What um, are you drinking? You you got a bottle yeah. today. This is so far, dude. That was like so far our quickest intro by far. I better drag this out. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going bottle today. It's um, the Sam Adams. It's a golden ale, uh, crisp and refreshing. This is actually a new beer they just came out that um I like Sam it's Adams. Pretty good. I like it. Boston I have two. Beer the bottles company. are smaller and, and I know this is gonna be uh, kind of a wild episode. Um I'm, we're gonna have to do some more heavy lifting because we're a down a man this week. So we are down a man. Two beers is for me. And it's gonna be it's another Sam Adams gold nail, so I yeah, t- I know. We we just we can't seem to feel the whole squad. We're at that part of the season where we're all falling apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dense fixtures are Really taking a toll on our team here. Yeah, you know. I, was, I can Can't handle it. I can Not say it. where this is from. Um, the Citizen Cider. Say it. So, oh wow, it has a cool slogan. The slogan is "The mayor keeps it clean, the ginger makes it dirty," because it's the dirty Whoa. mayor keeping nice. it a little frisky. It is from Burlington, Vermont. Um, cool. Yeah. But um, you're not a, maybe you're just not a huge cider guy. Maybe that's not why you like it that much. I think it's I've I've had some good ciders. I think it's just I'm I am not a fan of ginger. So I think that's where uh, personal conflicts arise with this beverage. I think ginger's a super a superfood, Connor. I think that's I think uh, it is. I probably really I probably you. should be eating more ginger considering I've been yeah, sick, oh, the sick like for the shit, last dude. two weeks. What the hell is it would that really uh, offer some I don't know you look vibrato sick. to you my. Should... Yeah, you should shave up some ginger and put it in like your oatmeal or, or cereal oatmeal. or whatever. Oh, dude, you're supposed to put it in like lemon that's, tea. That's, that's, I'm not that's a freaky. fucking chef, guys. <laughs> I don't know freaky. how to make anything. Okay, this dude Tristan wakes up, said oatmeal, grinding his ginger. Just get ginger the ginger in, in you oatmeal. any way that you need to. Okay, just get it in you. <laughs> um, congratulations to Caleb for winning our Western <laughs> McKenny kit. Um, I kind of outed myself because it's still hanging behind me, um, but we're gonna we're gonna make that uh, rearrangement this weekend. Gonna give it to Andrew's mom. Shout out Andrew's mom. She is going to relay this kit onto Caleb, uh, who's gonna promptly throw that bad boy on and send us a picture. Hell uh, fucking very yeah! Exciting, though. Congratulations, uh, Caleb. You got a nice kit coming your way. What if he just this like sent a sick. video of him just like? <laughs> have you seen those things with the burning it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, damn. He's like, oh, cool. I fucking hate you, Venice, and I hate Weston McKenney. Thanks. I'm gonna burn this. <laughs> like, well, hey. we're not gonna put that on our Instagram. But <laughs> that would be a that's tough cool, look. man. That was like a hundred. Like yeah, I'd, ben, I'd Venmo request him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit him. Hit him with the request. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. There was nobody's best showing in points this oh, week. Points. Connor oh did win. Oh, oh, back my. to Connor back. Connor. Let's go. I've been so yeah, bad you got, <laughs> Connor got six points, uh, but that was because you got a score right. I don't remember which score it was, but you did. I think you picked. Did you pick? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We have sound effects that we didn't even know we had, guys. So yeah. we're going to be trying those out this week. So be wary. Those are coming in hot. But I gave them free reign to just press whatever the fuck <laughs> they wanted at any point. We had a so. we had a five-minute hysterical laughing spree pushing all <laughs> yeah. of these before we started. Yeah, I was, I was really bummed I wasn't there to because to, I love pressing buttons. So, um, But I'll, 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 I'll see you on Saturday and I yeah, can... Uh, we'll make up for it. Get the fingers ready. All right, rest um, of the points, what were they? Connor, Connor had six. It's uh, so, so bad. Kudos to you, Connor. I came in second with four points, and oh, both Jalen and Andrew finished at the bottom of the pool with three. So we have been so bad. That's lately. not even like, like yeah. we can't even get like right. Like we haven't gotten a scoreline right in the last two weeks. Yeah, as what I was, was doing week, them, like I was like, "Oh boys, this is not this is not a good week for us. This is not going to be a good uh, a good example of how much we watch." I mean, shit, we watch this enough. You think we could get a few games right every once in a while? But it's been a hard season. It has every been. team wasn't so freaking ass, or I know, <laughs> I know. Every team besides City wasn't bad. I mean, I guess Tristan and I were both close on the City scoreline. He said four zero City, and I said three yeah. one. But how can you predict the foam Everton game like? No, that one, that one. There's no way. Leeds Arsenal, yeah, Jalen. No you should have went with your one. your classic four two scoreline, dude. It finally popped up. Dead ass. Oh man, <laughs> everyone, we everyone framing me for that too. Scoreline or the Burnley game? Like, who the hell's gonna predict that? I got. I was the only one who got points from that Burnley result because I picked Burnley to win one nothing. Because I've said, remember when I said last week on the pod? All right, I'm done saying Crystal Palace, Palace is informed. Inform, They've been yeah. shit lately, so yeah, now I'm just like, I'm not bad. picking them. And uh, that that actually paid off. Um, and I was just a little too cynical with this with this with the Tottenham prediction. I should have picked three nothing. That was always like the only one. You racist. What? Is it mine's um, the only one. What? That has that. Four L. Dude, look at the names. Oh, did I spell something wrong? <laughs> Crystal Palace versus Crystal Palace. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Do we have a mistake on our Instagram? Yeah, but like it took us four days to. Uh, I didn't put yours first, right? Huh? I didn't. It's not first in line, like on the swipe, right? No, no. thank God. Yeah, Connor, that's a. We're, uh, we're gonna have a. We're gonna have a, a peer review after this podcast is over um, about your work lately. Who does um? Who does Dougie support? Lester, Andrew oh. Maduno. Yeah, what did I say? Yeah. You must have picked him to win. Lester two one. Oh, he left the oh. comment, right? Yeah, he like left the handshake. Yeah. He said, "Jalen, thank you, Jalen, or something." He said, "Jalen handshake," because Jalen yeah. picked Lester to win. But oh, we got a couple Lester fans in the feed lately. Dude, they're huh? growing fast, like Edson. Yeah, where are they all growing. coming from? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Um, <laughs> and then they're all going to anyway, try to claim we... that they were fucking riding, <laughs> riding. They got the Premier League trophy, and they got that. That and. You know what, Connor? Keep the uh, Leicester hatred flowing because that's actually the first game we're talking about. <laughs> Leicester 3, Liverpool 1. Listen, okay, it took Tottenham two months to lose the title race. It took Liverpool like 10 minutes over the weekend to pretty much lose the title race. Yeah. We were out of the yeah, title race. No, that'll pretty much no, do it for us, weren't. I think. Um, yeah, he did. You, know, you, you weren't, but, but now you are. 
mean, I agree. We were. We were, what, 13 points right, behind then like, last then like, week? Then, like, everyone's out of the tolerance. race. No one's going to catch up to City at this rate. That's true. I absolutely agree with that. I, I also agree with that. They're unclear. They're not going to lose again. What was it back in November when I told you guys City could go on a run and not lose a game the rest of the season, and here we are in fucking Okay, well, why don't you go back and find that clip? <laughs> oh, I will. I will. Listen, United, um, United has played, like, such hard team, like, has beaten, like, weird-ass teams, and they've... They've they drew. Handle. They've drew to Brom and they can't and handle sixteen to twenty. Yeah, <laughs> not the <laughs> ever since, ever since they're in the title race. But the the scratchers and the claws. Yeah, those are those are tough to deal with. Uh, but yeah, Leicester up and Liverpool in just a few minutes. Okay, I yeah, was, was sitting minutes. there watching, and and I'm thinking like, are you at this point starting to get a little fed up with Allison and the no. and the and the shit houseery back there? Dude, no. he's the most arrogant keeper I've ever seen play in my life. What are you doing back there? You're not Iniesta, dude. Get rid of the ball. Kick that shit into the. the this is not a, a, a talent show. He the missed it, when, dude. Yeah, yeah he, but he, he like was so lackadaisical. He was so nonchalant about it. It looked like he was. He just completely lost his head, and he had a trouble clearing the ball against City, which was a huge issue. I don't know what's been going on, but no one's flagging his performances, and they've been really, really bad as of late. I know he's he's been great, and and you can't just label him, you know, by his last few performances. But I mean, it's been an issue, honestly. I, I would I would give that uh, backup dude a shout, Kelleher. Yeah, he. I mean, he was good when he played. I no, yeah. I, I I stand fully behind Allison. This is like the first few real shouts that he's had since yeah, his yeah, debut I was, season. I, I've like never seen him like make mistakes like that. And it was two games in a row, which is really he made weird. a couple last season. I remember too. He's always been kind of suspect in the box. He's a little bit too he's, stressful for me as a no, player. Yeah, it's because it's like I think he just like doesn't he, use he, their keeper like Liverpool. Does. He just he just does like wild shit. But like, he, he do, you, do you remember when he chipped the the forward? There was a guy running at him, and he chipped the ball straight up over the guy. Yeah, that was sick. I've like, just seen his shit not work so many times, Connor. At this point, that like, dude, he's yeah, so, like he's a such thing, but... a good keeper. It's it's. No, no, I know, I know, he's a good keeper. I'm just saying, I, I'm just, I'm just a little surprised you aren't a little bit fed up, and you don't go, okay, if you just eliminated the easiest thing to eliminate from your game, you would have perfect performances. We probably have a few more wins. Those are his that first was a deflating two, moments. He's had two bad games all season, and they happen to happen. In Liverpool's worst run of form, the most crucial moment, and yeah, like back to back too. So it's like, he, but like today he played phenomenal in the Champions League. He absolutely he came up with big saves. Also in the Leicester game, he made an unreal save. It was a ball that came across the box, and Vardy hit it on fr- on frame, and Allison managed to get all the way across the goal line and make just an unreal save. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, he the city errors those were. Those were out of the blue. I think he did get ridiculed enough for that. Um, just because, like, it, everywhere I looked, it was, oh, Allison, like, gifting the ball. It was, like, pictures on Instagram of Allison, like, with gift boxes and, like, handing them to City or, like, Allison with a, a trophy, a Premier League trophy and, like, passing it over to City because he gifted them two goals. But Yeah, um, yeah, right. I mean. Ha-ha-ha, uh, good one, meme account. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, what was it then? Tell me. So, if if it wasn't his his fault totally, then what's going on? Was it a lineup? Was it was it a certain player's performance? Was it the center back thing issue that's going on, which is ongoing? I think it's just in that performance. So it's I'm like I'm in a tough spot right now because we had a really good game today. So I'm like that's in the back of my head. But I'm gonna try to talk unbiasedly on the Leicester game on what I think happened. Uh, 
first of all, Roberto Firmino had an, a crazy assist. That yeah, was that was wild. That thing was goal. wild. Oh yeah, that was that was. Nice. And we we were pressing. We <coughs> looked, great finish. We looked really good in the game up until obviously whatever minute it was, and then eight minutes later we're down three one. I don't think it was your defense though. I felt like it was your midfield let you down, and then your defense took the brunt of it. Us not having Henderson in the midfield is killing us. Um, you, got, you guys like haven't won a game with him at center back. I don't understand why he keeps playing him there. Till today. Um, Bro, that's... But, no, yeah. We're really lacking Henderson because we don't have a true ball winner in the midfield, so um, we're relying too much um, for other teams to get deeper into our back line and break us down. The first goal, I mean... We, we conceded two free kicks on the edge of the area within like two minutes of each other. And when you put James Madison over a free kick um, in a dangerous area, he's bound to at least make like make a chance out of it. That one, it came all the way through the box. I don't think Allison is at fault um, in that sense. There was obviously the offsides debate. And Klopp did speak on that because it's like it's intuitive of when you make the offside decision, like when he's actually kicking the ball. And yeah, I thought that was pretty smart. Like he usually says a lot of dumb stuff when it comes to that. Yeah. But I thought that was I was like, uh, you, you, I feel like he does have a point with that because you can't see when he actually hits the ball. Right. So um, and I think I think the the football world in general agreed with you, Jalen. I think that was kind of the general response was, yeah, Klopp actually brings up a great point here. So this is yet another. It was more negatively reflected on, on VAR than anything else. It was more right. so of a, this is yet another thing that can happen and did happen, and now it's something that we yeah. have to deal with. Exactly. It's the refs. I think the refs in the Premier League are awful. I think they're it's some of the worst. They're, they're the worst like, referees I've ever seen. Yeah. And they're the ones that use VAR. Right. And it's just another It's another case, kind of like what Tristan was talking like, it's a You cannot make the game black and white. Like, as much as you want to, like, how do you make the motion of a person kicking the ball like when is he like i don't know like there's just so many factors into that just yeah. like there's so many factors into where is the offside line like it's so impossible to make that black and white i do think the goal should have stood like i, th- I think that was yeah. fair that it stood um although he was like leaning off sides obviously his arm like his arm was not yeah but they would like if like if there was no var they wouldn't even looked at that unless he no. touched it like, no. and he didn't touch it so like yeah i mean yeah, screening Allison. But ultimately, the, that goal should have stood. Um, and then what it is with Liverpool right now is our our mental strength, a team that's usually very resilient, um, always used to... I mean, last season we would concede goals, but we always had the ability to just come right back, like right back down your throat, um, bury you. Like sometimes it would be you look a little easy to break down right now. You look a little easy to bully and easy to shake. And yeah, when you go down a goal, it's not the same resilience. Like you say, to your point, it's not the same almost almost ar- earned arrogance of like, oh, you can go up a goal if you want, but we're still going to right. just overtake you, swarm you, possess the ball the rest of the game, do what we want with it, play the ball down the wings, play crosses in, threaten you really using free kicks, corners, just really pressure you until we find the back of the net any way that we do that and they just they're missing that x factor right now completely yeah um and then so i'll say and i'll say one more thing uh, yep i'm i think more sympathetic than most other non-liverpool fans are to the struggle and where they're coming from i think a lot of people are really quick to say that liverpool didn't quite put themselves in a good enough position and past transfer windows uh to recover from from what's happening to them and I don't agree with that. I think that there are seasons where 
you catch an injury bug bad, and it's it's just you 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 plan to use backup players, but you don't ever plan to throw one player in a completely different position. Mm-hmm. It's worked pretty well for them, but it's like if that's not something that a team regularly plans for, you can't just say that it's a given that they need to fight through it or that they're not doing well to to fight through the obstacles because. I think the injury the injury bug is pretty ridiculous. I have a little bit too much empathy to not think of like and, and Harry Kane has been out for an elongated amount of time and he's virtually our entire bit of offense. So, you, right. so I do know how you feel, but like to have that many players go down, like really as soon as Jota went down, I would have kind of lost my shit. But I'm just saying, I, I think I give Liverpool more credit than most other fans do, and I kind of understand where their struggles are coming from, and it is a shame that they've had to lower their standard of where they expect to finish, but. I think fourth place right now of how well Chelsea's playing is sort of best case for Liverpool this season. I I hope that I mean that will nick a Champions League spot. We showed our quality today, but like what like you're saying, dude, like if you look at our starting eleven compared to what it was last season, it's like worlds apart. Yeah. And that's just what with what the players we have offered and yeah, I mean, people people are definitely harsh and critical. Like you're the, you're the defending champions. Like you have to wear um, your badge on your sleeve. Like all of that. But this is also it's easy for everyone to be critical. But people are like, sometimes midfielders have to play center back. Okay, well, I don't know why you're all crying about Henderson. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, why would you ever have Henderson? Like, why would you ever envision a scenario where you need him to be your fucking center back? Like. Do you not have any empathy towards this team at all? Like, yeah. and, and what they have to do with their lineup right now? It's also like, yeah, Henderson's our center back now, but Fabinho is a midfielder from last season who is phenomenal as a six, who turned out to Fabinho be a great was a, was a midfielder. Turned out to be a great center back this year. So, like, that was sheer fortune. But like, I don't know. What's go, wrong with him? Go put Fred in the back line for like United. Like, go do that and tell me how that goes. Fabinho's like, out for the rest of the year, isn't he? Uh, I think he just keeps re-aggravating his hamstring. Um, Matt Tip is out for the rest of the year. Um, but hope you guys sell him for a bag of chips. Fabinho, um, Milner both have hamstring injuries. And, like, Henderson isn't doing a bad job at center back. I think what's impacting us more is his ability not to be in the midfield, win challenges, and then also play those sprayed balls forward that can cut through a defense and provide he's, that direct leadership is wasted in the center back. Spot. His leadership yeah. is wasted. It's not the same commanding the game from the back like that. I think another huge asset of his is his distance passing. He's a really good long range passer. So he's still been able to contribute in that sense. But I mean, to your point, it's just not the same. And, and, and it's another, you know, I haven't on this podcast thrown a lot of credit Henderson's way in the past, but I'll always give credit where credit's due. And, He's gone in and done a pretty good job at center back. He would be Tottenham's unequivocal number one center back right now. I think about that. Like he and, and it wouldn't be just Tottenham. Like that's a that's a dig at my team. It's it's true. But like he would be a starting center back if that were his main position at most clubs in the Premier League, I I think you could say. Yeah. With performances he's put on. He would be at least a solid backup. So I mean and and he is really much and he is very much being missed in the midfield. So I mean your young center backs aren't quite good enough to be able to to justify slotting him back in, unfortunately. But I mean, I think that that's your point where you're hurting the most for sure. Yeah. What do you? Uh, oh, sorry. I I was just gonna say I think it's also like a case of like, yeah, like it'd be as much as I want Jurgen to just play our signings at center back. It's like if you put like a Ben Davies and um, a Kabak back there, it's like. 
yikes. And I also think that Klopp looks at it and he's like, I can still field this really good midfield with the players that I have, so I'd rather put the good midfielders there and then drag Hendo back as opposed to putting like pulling off a Tiago or a Curtis Jones yeah. to just play our young center back. So he's going over he's going with like overall quality of play and player. I mean all these injuries too kind of opened up a spot for Wijnaldum, who I know you're a big fan of. You rate him pretty highly. But I know he his it was sort of looking like he was headed out the door and that still might be the case in the near in the near future, but at least for the time being, I mean I I bet he's pretty happy he stayed because again, he's going to have a yes. lot more opportunities to play and be the main the main guy and I'm sure Klopp's very happy to have him right now as well. He is such a player. He is like probably my second or third favorite player on the team. I think he's Fantastic. just unmatched. Um uh, Barcelona would probably kill for him right now. Barcelona but, would kill for anyone right now. Yeah. But they're paying everything to Messi, so they can't afford <laughs> we anyone. hardly chatted about Leicester shit. We kind of, we should yeah. probably talk a little I was, bit about. Leicester. I was going to say, I mean, just to wrap up Liverpool's defensive collapse. Um, the third goal, I think it's just a case of we got caught. Like it was what the eighty fourth minute or something, maybe not even that late. Well, yeah, was, the ball but, got lost in the midfield. It was just poor play. And yeah, you, it was like, you can't away. expect Kabak and Henderson to catch up to Harvey Barnes no. running full speed. So it was just kind of like <clears> a <throat> case of we're pushing numbers, trying to get that goal back, the equalizer back, and we get opened up. It was a good finish. Harvey Barnes is a player that is really fucking if, good this uh, season, and he's tucking goals if, away. If the Premier League had an all-star game and it was between two sides, do you think Harvey Barnes would be a starter on either team? Hmm. No, nah. it's because of the position he plays. Well, there are so many good like, left wingers. There are so many good left wing dude. You'd have to like start over Rashford you have to start over Grealish, Sterling, Son, Son. <laughs> yeah, so there's four right there, it's and you only right got there. two starters. That's. A, I mean, I rate Barnes so it was, highly. I think this this season has been like a huge transformation season. He was really good last season too, but this season he's really really solidifying himself as a problem for any any defender. Yeah. His ability to finish bottom corner in tight spaces, find space off a defender too, is scary good. And he is fast. He's good on the ball. He's aggressive. He makes great runs. I mean, he's this, a Premier League literally player. everything in his locker. Yeah, he, he, legit, he legit just like yeah. spews like Premier League talent right there. If it was a rising mm-hmm. stars all-star game, he would 100% be in there. Dude, would probably be MVP. Yeah, How old be. is he though? Is he like young, young, old now in Premier League? No, I like know twenty two is like old. I don't think. He's not. <laughs> I mean, twenty two nah, is I, so young. I think he's like twenty four is like, like a veteran. Twenty four is like, like considering old, young. Gre- like considering Jack Grealish young is a stretch. Yeah, he's twenty four. Well, no, he's like he's all, like no, he's young, but like the soccer young, like he's not that young. Yeah, yeah. Harvey Barnes is twenty three. No, he's born in ninety seven. Look at that. Look at, look at that. But make, making me feel old. Yeah, I'm a 95er baby. <laughs> yeah, he's 23. I better get going on my league. fucking shit if I want to make the Premier League. Uh, I want to shout out uh, Wilfred. No, it's not Wilfred. Is it Wilfred and Didi? Yeah. You Great played shout fun- out, played, You played phenomenal is. that game. Actually, I don't know if it is. No, Wilfred. it's not. No, it's. I'll, no, it is Wilfred. Are you sure? I think so. But yeah. he played phenomenal that game. It's he Wilfred. set the third goal was set up by him winning the ball. Good assist. He's just like a monster in the midfield. It's kind of crazy. He's they earned that game. I mean, they, like I said, they earned it in ten minutes. They didn't look amazing really up until then, but they earned that game in ten minutes, and uh, yeah. that's a huge three points for them. That's a huge yeah. win for Leicester. I didn't think they could do it. That's just how every fucking game goes lately. Like <laughs> Liverpool just bosses the team for so long, so like consistently. Connor, I'm not even being win. funny here. I think the only team 
Liverpool would beat 10 games out of 10, who do you think it would be? <laughs> you say Spurs. 10 out of 10? <laughs> Is it Spurs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I today I was looking because I was I, my my hatred for Liverpool was burning like especially strong. And I was looking at at the uh the table and I'm like I think every single one of the team one of these teams besides Tottenham would be an issue for Liverpool right now for whatever reason. I could imagine any of these teams at least drawing and and we just look like such shit against you and always have I always say we should just start negative six points and just eliminate <laughs> Liverpool from our schedule on the Premier League season. I'd so much rather do that. I'd take that. Um, <clears throat> but either way, I mean, you, your guys' Premier League form is pretty pretty down bad right now. So uh, it is a, a turnaround is required. Yeah, it's a sh- it's it's like sad. It makes me sad. <laughs> but uh... but moving on to uh, brighter pastures, a team that's really enjoying some good form as of late, uh, <laughs> as opposed to a team that's been tanking. Putting one coach's job in certain jeopardy. Uh, Burnley beats Crystal Palace three nothing. Burnley looked like Barcelona this game. First of all, this team <laughs> looked unbelievable. They were they were crazy. They were they were honestly yeah. unreal. Burnley seeing, seeing really good. three goals on the score sheet for Burnley. I was just like this can't. I was like, what are we talking I, about here? I can't remember the first goal to be honest with you. I'll look up the scores here. The third goal was yeah. I mean, they look awesome. Goal. Rocking the yellow kits, which I was a big fan of too. I think that might have had something to do with it. Those, those kits are gross. Of course, Tristan likes those. They kits. look like La Liga kits. They look like a bottle of mustard like... running across the floor. Barca did have all yellow kits at one point. <laughs> they look like a La Liga team's kits, and I'm like, why does this team look like like yeah. Sevilla or like or like Real Burnley or something like that? Until <laughs> until like, fucking Barnes wow. is waddling his dad bot across the field Ew, at ninety at ninety five miles per hour. The goal yeah. scorers were Goodmanson in the fifth minute, Jay Rodriguez in the tenth, and then Lowton in the forty seventh. Oh, Goodmanson had a good goal. They came out of Chris the gate Lowton. hot. Uh, it's an M. M dot. Is it Mike? Mark? For the what? The right back? M. Lowton. It's probably it's probably so. something so British like Mark. <laughs> but those are the goal scorers. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace looks absolutely lost right now. They win and lose yeah. the weirdest games. They're almost like <laughs> they're not going to get relegated, but but they really don't look good. They're looking like they're looking like fifteenth or some or something like that. Yeah, that's about what, where they'll fall. Well, ninety-five-year-old uh, Roy needs to figure it out. That four-four, that I generic four-four-two he's been using for the last fifty games in a row might need to change up. Did Zaha yeah. play? He yeah, doesn't know Zaha played. No, he didn't. Yeah, there's he did not. There's it's crazy how screwed they are without him. As they, as they can only do so much. Yeah, as he's not quite there yet where he can be the facilitator game in. Game I mean, out. he's he's in a position where like even if he was attacking, like he can't like he like Zaha plays striker. Like as he's playing left mid. Like he's yeah. not, he's not he has to do both like he like if you want to get a most out of him to be that centerpiece offense when Zaha's out, you have to put him up top and make him the centerpiece. You can't make him a secondary Does he have that strike? Like striking ability, like does he have? I'm, I feel like he's a good finisher. Obviously, he's not a natural striker. He's a great yeah. finisher. I just yeah. great at getting by but defenders. Neither I mean, Zaha. Yeah, Zaha's not a natural striker. He's a winger. Yeah, but Zaha, I feel like can hold up the ball way better than Eze probably. Zaha Eze likes running at people. Zaha's like five ten. And he looks like six two on the field. I don't really get it. Yeah, dude, he's he's fucking. He's so strong. I mean, every time, he's so every wiry. time, every time Crystal on a on a skid. 
they find a way to pull out of it, and it, it seems like Hodgson's job is saved. And I feel like that might happen again, where they'll just they'll string together a couple of wins somehow. And they're capable of doing that. I mean, you, well, yeah, Zaha it's not like they're a bad back. club. They they just are really down on their down on their form right now. They could always string string together a couple wins, and I still fully expect them to do that. So. Zaha definitely um, hates Roy. Yeah, I don't know. I think he definitely hates a gener- I don't think he Roy definitely looks so team. crusty on an early morning session. There's definitely a generational gap there um, between Roy and maybe two actually between Roy and the players as far as like yeah, him telling them no to doubt. do something. You ever heard the st- uh, you ever like hear the story of uh, Roberto Carlos? Was it Roberto Carlos at? I think I think it was Roberto Carlos at Inter when Roy was there, and he was like, he tried to play me here, and like he's just like he's like the worst manager. Like I hated him. Oh my god! <laughs> Roy's from the leather ball era. And there was like teams <laughs> sticking out of the side. Roy, of the ball. Roy probably stitched together the first leather ball. Yeah, dude. Uh, if you tried to head that part of the ball, wouldn't that split your shit wide open? I, I don't know. I just can't imagine what it would feel like in the cold. Can you imagine getting stung by a leather fucking? I know Brick. you're looking around. It's like it's like fucking 1859. You have the seams imprinted on your forehead for about three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Dude, I, I just think like George Best when I think that type of era. Yeah, or like Johan Cruyff. I saw some funny George Best quotes today. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh, was, me too. That man was built different. About how he just was always banging everybody. <laughs> yeah, he said he he takes a break from like women and alcohol only when he's sleep or something like that <laughs> yeah or he was like one time i tried to quit women and alcohol it was yeah. the worst 20 minutes of my life <laughs> i was i would have been like oh i would have been like sick i'm like sick sick george yeah <laughs> back when football the football world was different imagine <laughs> if someone came out and said that now who did who you think it would be canceled so quick fucking Jack. benjamin mendy dude no, are dude, you kidding me him matters him matters Kyle like walker I got, oh, oh, wait, we can talk about that later. Um, what's the next game? So, Connor, get your fucking feet out of the camera, dude. <laughs> I'm just kicking back, dude. Well, really? It was really weirding me out seeing your feet <laughs> pop up. I just did not like that at all. <laughs> I'm going to need you to put those away. Uh, they're just hanging out. Just don't look at them, dude. Trist- Tristan, who do we got next? Um, Moving on. City 3, Spurs. Zero. I knew this game was over. <laughs> Which one is? This? Is that the green one? Yeah, the green one for so future reference. Yeah. Well, I'm colorblind, so green doesn't oh. mean anything to me. We'll try. Uh, I knew this game was over when I saw that Sanchez and Dyer were the starting center backs for Tottenham. Can you imagine that? Bro, the the pause picture of Gundogan I'm going bu- around oh Sanchez is one of the funniest <laughs> pictures I've ever seen. I think we should buy that for Tristan and frame it so he can hang it on his wall. Like, I I understand I understand that he's Gundogan's a player of the year candidate right now. He would be my pick to be player of the year. Yeah, he didn't even make any sort of earth-shattering move to shake Sanchez. Sanchez's face was flat <laughs> on the ground, and I'm like, what did he even do to like get his... by you? He just took a left step. He just, what, did you fall over your own ass? Oh, I, my gosh. Was, That's like the way he, he literally was, fell. He literally fell like Peter Griffin. And then when his face was still on the ground, he tried to, like, slide and block the ball. Like, he was like, oh, my gosh. Dude, how embarrassing. How absolutely embarrassing that was. And and in the past, I've said, you know, I'm, I'm ready for, for Jose to get the axe. I think 
I've, I've certainly changed my viewpoint on that. And this game was sort of an indicator of just how bad some of our players are. It's sort of the same way. I hate to say this, but you sort of put, put Arsenal in the same boat to where Arsenal is one of those clubs where they always were really quick to go after their manager. But you look at some of the players that they started each week, some of whom still put in a good performance now and then, and every player is capable of good, put, putting in a good 90 minutes. But at the end of the day, the quality is just not there. And there's just, there's way too many players at Tottenham where the quality is so, so below par of where it needs to be. There's a lot of business that needs to be done. And I do honestly hope they give him until a year from now, we check back in next January, see what's going on, see what we've won, see if there's still dust all in the closet. But I mean, you know, it's, it was a tough show. I knew what the result was going to be. So that made the sting a little bit, a little bit less, uh, a little bit less potent, but at the same time, I mean, we just city's a team we can usually put in a pretty good performance against. So it was uh, certainly not great to watch. Did you? Um. Well, two things. One, tactically, I I don't like what Jose did in putting Hoiberg and Ndombele in the middle. Just two of them. I don't think it works very well because Ndombele does not. I don't, I don't think with the way Hoiberg works, I don't think Ndombele is a good partner for that. Um, you can't, you can't have like you can't have one that's purely attacking, one's purely defensive because the, the amount of players that City put up in an attack, like and Dumbledore, just look useless. I was literally watching a one play, and he was just like, <laughs> it was he was just like jogging and like pushing people, but like he wasn't really doing anything, and like Hoiberg's just running around like a chicken with its head cut off because he's just like an energetic child on the field. I just thought like that yeah. tactically in the mid, like in the center midfield. I don't think like him. I think Ndombele just needs to be tasked with like the center attacking ten role, just strictly. I don't think he's a good eight to pair with Hoiberg yeah. six. I know, I know, a lot of fans, myself included, have wanted to see him with Lo Celso. Uh, Lo Celso's hurt right now, but I mean that that's kind of what our idea of what a good pairing for him would be, just because it wouldn't put quite all of the offensive load on him. He would have a little bit more space to run. I think the reason we've seen how good he is with, with defenders on him all season is because he's always had two defenders on him every single game because we don't have a lot of other creativity in the midfield. Um, so I certainly see your point there. I think it looked especially bad because Hoiberg just did not have a good game. Uh, I certainly flagged his performance. Um, you know, In my recap, just my own assessment looking at it, those those performances have been few and far between, so it's sort of the similar to the way that you'd back up Allison. I would certainly back up Hoiberg and say he's done so much even more than what we've asked of him, more than what we've expected of him this season. Um, but that was a really bad game. The penalty call was horseshit. But, I was going mean, to say, that, I, that, I, I, was, I liked was it. Good. It was a penalty, but like, it, like, I don't even know of a one. I don't. It was a. I would say it's a. Dude, it, was it was a penalty 50-50. hit, but Gundogan didn't have control of the ball, so like it, it can't be a penalty if that's yeah. Gundogan missed touch the ball, and then like Hoiberg obviously ran past him and like clipped his foot, but Gundogan also stepped on Hoiberg's Achilles, so they kind of just like such a no call. It was complete fifty fifty cancellation no call. Everybody throws and their the ball wasn't the even there. Two minutes later, they forget about it. But yeah, was, that's, like, that's my big part. Like, like, he couldn't do anything game with the like ball. That. Yeah, it was just a collision of players, and the ball like it's because Gundogan mistouched the ball. Yeah, like if Hoiberg yeah, wasn't there, Gundogan was just gonna lose the ball and go out. It would have been a goal kick. Yeah. Like it, like it, he couldn't have made it a goal scoring opportunity from what happened. And I don't know how Lloris did not save that ball. Like, I find myself watching more and more, and I'm like, I'm like, don't, don't play the 
do the victim mentality here, but see, like we, that first penalty happens and I'm like, when was the last time that we just got a penalty out of the blue and in, in, in the first like 20 minutes of the game and, and got a ton of momentum from it? I do not remember. Tottenham have, have had three total penalties awarded to them this season. I think that's like tied for 16th or 17th among all teams. The leaders are 10. There's a few teams that have gotten 10. Leicester's one of them. Um, United's got to be up there. I would say Liverpool's got to be up there as well. A lot of the best teams are up there, but but Tottenham just are not good at drawing penalties. Because you guys we don't spend time in the box. Do it. But but even then though, it's like you think on 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 counterattacks, we'd have more chances to sort of throttle the defense, make somebody make a brash move, you know, in that final third, <laughs> and, and draw penalties that way. But it's been such a such a non-source of scoring for us that. You know, you see it when it goes the other way for a team, especially a team like City, who do not need any free goals. You know, the last thing they need is, is a nudge in the right direction. They can, yeah. they can find their own way just fine. But it was a really tough thing to recover from. And, and yeah, especially because there were no glaring mistakes from him. Dyer looked, looked just abysmal. And it must be, it must be the fucking mohawk that's on his yeah, fucking big ass got a haircut, dude. That shit um, is crazy. I mean, that's a championship center back pairing. I'm not exaggerating when I say that at all. Not even slightly. Is is Sanchez Dyer is is a championship level center back pairing. That's like who Watford should be taking the field with each week. Yeah, not not Tottenham Hotspur. That, so. the Sanchez mistake, oh, like when he fell flat on his face, also came directly from a punt. Like Ederson just launched the ball downfield. He can kick the ball so far. We, yeah, he. He really can can absolutely hum that thing. He, I don't think there's another keeper in the league who can clear the ball like that. No, no, no. it was really impressive. Yeah. It was really really an impressive goal, and that was like I mean they were just basically playing fucking FIFA at that point. Like that was just a complete show off. Third goal really put the nail in the coffin. We looked completely defeated. What was it? the first Gundogan goal? Was really fucking well worked. Yeah, they literally Sterling yeah. dribbled all the way across the Spurs' eighteen yard box, and I was like, <laughs> uh, "He's in good. Form. He's in really good form." Yeah, he's not. He's not on I the just, score sheet as much, but, but like his like him influence taking, his yeah. him taking on people is unreal right now. Yeah, I knew the usual suspects would show up this game. I just knew. I knew Ederson would have a good game and he'd do something crazy. I knew going in I, because of how how informed Gundogan has been. I knew he would he would contribute a lot. You know what we haven't even mentioned, and I didn't even notice until like the 60th fucking minute was that De Bruyne wasn't even playing. Yeah, I'm like how, oh my god, this, how does he fit guy, back De into the squad at this point? Like obviously, he's got, obviously he can fit back in. It's De Bruyne, but like they're playing. Foden's so, gonna have to make way. Probably, I would I would, I would make it way was, for Bernard, Bernardo. Bernardo. Oh yeah, Rodrigo. I know does some else. stupid shit sometimes. I'm just like you. Dude, like he was supposed to be the next David Silva. No, he does. Like, no, he he like he plays very well. But sometimes, like I forget what there were. It was a three on two, and Gabriel Jesus was wide open, and he sh- and he shot the ball directly at Dyer. I was like Bernardo, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I, if I was Pep, I would have subbed him out. But I'm like, what? Like what is like what is the malfunction here? Pep was catching a lot of heat earlier this season, and then he's uh, just really subtly shut everyone the hell up. Yeah, <laughs> he's good at doing that. He's fucking. <laughs> yeah, his I mean, team is say what you want out. about the guy, but and you know what? Yeah, he did splash some cash. He did buy uh, you know Joao Cancelo, but but you can't even knock him well, for look that. How well, that's paid off. Like, look at how well that's paid off. The yeah. guy's the best best wing back in the league right now. Like, I don't I mean, know what on. he plays. He doesn't even play right back. Who? Jao Cancelo, they play him in the like. Have, have so you seen the Premier League panel like like 
<clears throat> they like break down of like his tactics of like how like Cancel like they don't play with a right back yeah, like Cancel like in the midfield. He's all over so the weird. field. But I mean, Ruben Diaz is their signing. Oh, he's like, insane. They spend they spend money on him, but like if you're gonna like Pep signing, that's like that's his signing. Yeah, um, just like Gundogan's his signing. Spend a lot signing. of money on a player who doesn't end up being that good, and that's that's. Yeah. always the threat and he's really signed signed great players but they've stayed great in the city uniform yeah and so. you can't even knock pep for being like oh he spends a shitload of money because like if you come at him in a press conference for that he'll just be like yeah like i know i need i'd spend money to win <laughs> but i'm really fucking good at winning so you, it's not like you can hold it against them like I mean, he like, admits they, it. like but the thing is like city like when they go after a player they get him. like man united no question like, man united is a it holds. Look at the Jaden Sancho saga. It's like a, yeah, it's like a <laughs> yeah. whole ordeal. Like they work it up and then they get it and like then they sign Van Dyke for thirty back million. And laughed about that. City probably sat back and laughed so much when that when that whole thing was going down. Like you guys are such. Oh my god! Just yeah. sign them. Just open up your checkbook. You guys is United have no get go. You have no ambition. Stop pretending like you're part of the conversation. I'm sure City was laughing their asses off when that was going on. Yeah, and that's a f- Sancho's a former City guy. <laughs> like and I, I, is United even going to sign him this summer? Like I don't even know if they can get the deal done. Like, no, if that's something they can Well, Sancho's definitely going to be less money. He's playing, Dorman's playing like fucking shit this yeah. season. Dorman is struggling. I can't see him even going to United anymore to be honest with you. I feel like he's, he'd be more likely to go to Chelsea or City than anywhere else. Chelsea would be cool. I don't know. They have a lot of young talent. Yeah, but, I mean, to wrap up the City game, this is 16 straight in the Prem for City. Unbeaten. Um, How many of those games were without De Bruyne? I want to say it's like the last month, probably four or five. Gun to one, 11 goals tallied, one assist. Player of the season for me, lads. Yep, I think he's the player. He's At this moment in time, he is the player of the season. I'd Um, I'd still give it to Bruno. Bruno, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's tough. they're really the only two. They're sort of running away with it. Now that Kane oh, no striker. And- no striker for their, I feel like it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, Salah quietly has 17 goals. but It with was the form, Kane, but he just, with his the form, Kane's form dropped off. Tottenham's yeah. form dropped off. So, And then another crazy stat about Gundogan that I found was just that his pass completion percentage on the season is 90.8. He completes 91% of his passes. The man never turns over the ball. I mean, like Tiago, pass here, pass it back. But like, his is probably at like ninety five thousand. Probably, but like Gundogan's <laughs> in such an advanced role that to have that to have that high of a fucking like completion percentage, it's like is that, it, that's impressive. That's this very is, impressive. This is a Tiago. Yeah, that's the Tiago. Yeah, I was doing Thiago. the thumbs up. <laughs> the thumbs is. to the side. Our new thing is going to be just subtly sticking your thumb up here. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, props to Gunwani. I mean, he's he's balling out this season. Yeah, I, I like that's something that I'm just like, oh my god, you complete 91 percent of your passes in the when 40 percent probably take place in the attacking third. Yeah, that's oh, like yeah. that's when you turn the ball over. It's a crazy city soaring. Spurs absolute shit. <laughs> Moving on, Brighton zero, Villa zero. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. uh, <laughs> You pressed the round of applause one first, so I thought you were just applauding my joke, but it's okay. We should have done the uh, laugh for real. Yeah, for real. Brighton zero, Villa zero. Uh, this game was all Brighton in like the first 65 minutes. They were getting chance after chance. Uh, Alexis McAllister, uh, the player for Brighton, giving him a nice shout. He's been somebody who's had a great season so far. He's not a player who gets too many looks, uh, I think, around the league and certainly should. Uh, great long-range shooter. Is that the ginger great Messi? Great passer of the ball, great vision. 
I don't know if I'd say Ginger messy, um, <laughs> but I mean he's certainly oh uh, he's somebody to keep an eye on. Brian he was had a, he was a football Brian had twenty six yeah. oh, yeah. shots to why, Villa's four. Why, why was Villa so ass? I have no idea. See, so I think that where the shots came from, where it was a lot of like hockey sequences, where there'd be a ball into the box and a couple just complete wild attempts at goal that would either hit defenders or hit the goalie. I mean, it was it was a busy it was a busy day for both goalies. Despite Emiliano it, was busy. It, was, it was a wild game. Emiliano really coming through. Yeah, you probably goal. saved their asses. Nine of the shots were on target. Villa only had how many one. shots did Villa have? One on target. They, oh. Villa have all their like normal starting eleven. I wasn't able to see the game. Um, yeah, I think yeah. they had everybody on there. It was Watkins, Realish plays, Watkins plays. I mean, those two Barkley, McGinn, Traore, played. McGinn, uh, Mings, that's probably all Traore's fart, fart, fart. <laughs> fart. Yeah, they, fart. <laughs> they literally had they probably because Traore farted. <laughs> they, had, they had the full lineup. That's crazy. I mean, Brighton's yeah, in form uh, right now. Brighton is. They're, right playing really they're putting together some points. They were in like eighteenth, like two weeks ago, uh, maybe three weeks yeah, ago. I was gonna say, and now they're in like Fulham, still bottom three. Fulham, um, hundred percent. Yes, Fulham is in eighteenth. Yeah, they trail by seven points to who? Brighton, Burnley. Ugh, and Burnley's just Brighton's in fifteenth now. What the hell? Burnley and Brighton both have 26 points. Brighton's well fair. out of the relegation zone. I don't think we can really mark them as a relegation club, Dude, I think, right now. Oh, no. Newcastle's in 17th. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Newcastle's in trouble. If they go to the championship, they better sell St. Maximin. They will. They have to. Uh, any big club would if, love if, him. I don't think it, they will. I would be but. terrified. <laughs> I'd be terrified for Newcastle if they went to the championship because for me that would be like a new Sunderland. They could just continue to drop and drop and drop until they, they just, just were in like. All right, all right, well, that's not the focus of this game, but. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Newcastle. That's right. That's good. Yeah, that, anyway. It's good that Brian's pulling up these performances, though. Yeah, that's. That's, that's with, with without Lamptey, too, right? Yeah, no, he hasn't played. It was without Lamptey. And you know what? In, in regards to Villa, they'll be really disappointed because. I think they're just about caught up in games played now, and there was a time where they had two or three games in hand, and I don't think they've been having great results as of late, meaning they didn't really utilize these games in hand like we thought they could. I remember no, looking at, at them and not not too far behind the position they're in now, um, thinking this team could be in like fifth or fourth place. You know, they could be up there shouting for a Champions League spot if they were to win these games, but they just have not been getting results, and unfortunately it showed because they're still sort of Hovering down, I think they're a spot or two behind Tottenham. So I think ninth or tenth. They're above. They're above Spurs. They're above Spurs. Yeah. So Villa's in eighth, right. and they still have two games to make up. Still. So they yeah. do still have two games. Wow. In yeah. So they. Yeah, that is insane. So does Everton. Everton has two games to make up. One of them is this week versus City. They play City this week. So City will be. That's a great game. Every team should have 24 matches played. Everton, Villa only have 22 matches played. And then City, um, Spurs, Leeds have 23. So, I mean, there's other teams with 23, but that's the bottom half. So, um, yeah, I mean, geez, Villa could be up with West Ham if they win their games in hand. West Ham, Hammers. They're fucking in fifth place. Moving on to Sunday's matches. 
Wolves get revenge over Southampton after Southampton knock Wolves out of the FA Cup, beating them 2-0 a few weeks ago. Uh, Wolves come back and beat Southampton 2-1 this weekend. Great goal by Pedro Neto. Uh, how good was he this game? I'm telling you, he is beyond Wolves. He is going to leave. Dude, that goal, he just turned He turned them inside. He, tur- he turned Vestigar like nothing. And, and was, he fucking buried it from a like zero degree angle. Yeah, it was a great finish. That was bad. Was not gonna great lie, curling. Finish. That's really bad goalkeeping. Yeah, he blasted that ball. I mean, goalkeepers should still save that. Like you, all you have to do is stand on the. Post. Well, the, I mean, the goalkeeper just went. He just missed it. Raised his hand and like missed it. But I mean, his individual his individual ability to take like players on one by one is unreal. And I think I, I'm. You pretty, think if he makes a move, it would be to another Premier League club. I feel like Spanish clubs probably are just like yeah, licking like their go. lips looking at him. But, I mean, he could probably go to another Premier League club. I don't know who, but he seems like a city guy, to be honest with me. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Yeah, this game, there was a harsh penalty on Bertrand, the handball, um, where Semedo, like, shot the ball, and it was going probably 20 yards over the goal, but it was – it hit Bertrand from like like not even a yard away, and it hit him in the hand, and his hand was just barely away from his body. That was a harsh, I think, handball pe- um, penalty given. But Ruben Neves finishes the pen. Danny Ings with an absolute blast. Yeah, unreal. He's having he's he's having a good season. Stuart too. Armstrong like bombed down the left flank, whipped the ball in, and Ings just rifles a one-time volley. And I was like, oh, that's one way to open the score. He had some absolutely bananas. His goal against Liverpool was absolutely naughty. Absurd. Yeah. It's like so cheeky. It's just just pissing me off. He's world-class. I mean, he's a world-class striker on his day, you have to say. Yeah. Yeah, his finishing ability. He does some really, like, weirdly, like, cheeky things during the game. His last goal for them, his last goal was like a ball into the box that he just he aimed it with his right foot right into the top corner. It was absolutely beautiful. I don't remember if it was, I don't remember if it was a cup game or if it was a Premier League game. But I mean, he, he scored. This guy in the gets cup goal game. after goal, and he was out for a long time with a pretty serious injury. Came back and jumped right back into form. He, he was, I, no, games, it, it looked I mean, like a serious injury, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't out that long. He was at like all. screaming. Yeah, yeah, but then he wasn't yeah. out for like. I don't think he was out for more than a was, week and a half. No, I think he was out for like a month. Was it a month? Are yeah. you sure? Dude, yeah. I swear he wasn't out. I, I think it was that he like just him coming back at all was like. Also, he like he probably felt something in his knee or leg region and was like immediately worried. But yeah, he scored in the cup game. That goal might have came in the cup game versus Wolves because he scored against him. Yeah, too. I think it did. He finds form so quickly. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. He is like an unorthodox player in a lot of what he does. Because you think of him as like this brute, like strong, gritty forward, but then but like he'll, he'll, he'll do, he'll do, yeah, he'll do some like weird nutmeg or like a backwards pass, or flick, yeah, or, yeah, flat, yeah. He'll do like stuff like what that. was his? It was his um, assist on the when he flicked the ball back, and then um, someone headed it in. Right? Was that him? No, that was West Ham. Never mind. Never mind. But he does do those flicks a lot, and they're <laughs> pretty fucking. I wish he. I wish he played really well at Liverpool, but he just wait. Who was he football. at Southampton before Liverpool? Um, did it go Southampton or Liverpool Southampton? I think so. Yeah. I want to He's say somebody that. who does still have a big move in him. I mean, Tottenham were sniffing around for a backup striker, and I mean, he's somebody who would even almost. I don't know why sniffing. Not necessarily just rival Harry Kane because 
I mean, right, Harry Kane just does way more than you could ask of Danny Ings, but like Danny Ings could be a 75th minute striker on any club in the world. Danny Ings really would be a good because, like, oh, he was on Burnley before Liverpool. Burnley. I'm referring back to Spurs and like what they played. Obviously, they played a four-four-two this weekend. He'd be a good two to have with Kane, other than stupid ass yeah. Lucas Mora. Yeah, yeah. Lucas Moore is a winner. Hey, hey, hey. Lucas Moore is yeah. a fucking legend, Jalen. Shut up. I, that, he hasn't done yeah, a goddamn yeah. thing all season. Yeah, his fucking legendary play made for the worst final of all time. Yeah, facts. Yeah, it did for me. It was the worst <laughs> day of my life. Thanks. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, moving on. It's a shame Andrew's not here I to, have some, uh, to defend uh, insights his performance. From him. I got a little... Okay, great. So Andrew, so oh, we're talking. We didn't, we didn't even say, we didn't even mention what was going on with Andrew. We literally just Ain't jumped no right care. into Ain't no care about right him. into recap. I don't really think anyone really cared. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Andrew. Um, Andrew has some unknown Andrew disease. Andrew dropped his phone in the toilet in the porta potty. <laughs> uh, Dove so in after it, fishing it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah and we just haven't heard from him since. Because he dropped his keys in there too, and it and it fell right in a big pile of poop. So he had to have AAA come uh, get his car. So yeah. he couldn't join us tonight. And then someone no, hopped in and gave him a swirly. Yeah, he's sick. Doesn't have COVID, but he's definitely sick. Yeah, God knows what he has. He, I don't know where he picked this he up. Tested negative for everything, including uh, including a, having a brain. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Doc um, can't find one. Um, yeah, no, he's uh, he's recovering. He's in his bed. Yeah, Doc. He's, I was uh, just sitting does, outside in Maine with a sweatshirt on. 20 degree weather with my girlfriend though yeah definitely yeah, cool definitely some the, sort of main main <laughs> disease that main hay up. fever a virus yeah i don't know what they got in the water up there the burlington virus some, <laughs> some backwoods stuff <laughs> on the island yeah thanks. anyway andrew's feeling a little <laughs> sick but uh he, he luckily gave connor some insights so, yeah connor, well, let what, me read what you got yeah keep in mind these are not my insights well what's the score <laughs> of the game west brom won United won. Thank God. Take the spotlight off Liverpool a little bit. All right, so he wanted me to mention um, that it's back to defensive errors here for United. They cannot defend for anything. Um, some con- He said some controversy on the Diangana goal. Um, just could have been, uh, I'm guessing, a potential foul on Lindelof just the way that he crawled over his back. Especially, I mean, you look at... It looks so bad, to be yeah. honest with you. It's he like, palmed just, his I face. I thought Lindelof got fouled. I agree completely. Um, he he literally palmed his face and was like... Yeah, but Lindelof is also soft. Yeah, it was a soft move by Lindelof. You also look back at when Harry Maguire scored the headed goal and like kind of climbed up the back of the defender and they ruled it out. Like I think the West Brom... Was foul was worse. Yeah. Um, Andrew also said, um, although that's the case with it being some controversy surrounding the goal, um, we can't be conceding in the early stages like that to a team like West Brom at the bottom of the table. Maguire poor again with positioning. Um, Tuttle race looks to be out out of our grasp, but you never know because this season is full of ups and downs for every team. Yeah. What happened to United's comeback magic? United isn't a team that thinks they can win the league, so they're therefore they won't. Uh, who's well, yeah, but who's they, 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 they were Bruno, still a team right? that thought they could win when they would go down one nothing, but now they can't even do that anymore. Now they don't ever come back. And that was like their that was their MO going into Teams I mean, are figuring them out January. of it, I think. I don't teams are w- less willing to run at them now that they sit second. That was when 
keep in mind they sat in like 10th or 13th so teams would be like oh we can come out and run on united and then if united did concede teams were still running at them because they get they got an early goal and they're like oh let's try to bury them but then when teams are pulled out and stretched against a talented side like united united is pure attack and they just like you remember this torch them up the counterattacks that you saw i mean with the pace of martial rashford uh, bruno picking a pass greenwood's been playing exceptional lately I yeah. feel like he's been playing really good. They just signed him to a new deal. So that's good. They're keeping him around. Um, yeah. So I think that's kind of what happens. But now, like a West, a West Brom, they get the early goal, but they're like, all right, we're packing it against United. We're not going to chase another goal. And then that's where United, just as a lot of other teams, struggle to break down these sides when they're just totally packed in. Yeah. It's so, it's so hard. Um, another great Fernandez goal, too. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. I can't. I can't believe Andrew tried to say that that that, that team doesn't run through that guy. I I also can't believe that. I mean, not to oust his point when he's not here, but I think if you take Bruno out of that side, his goal involvement he's in, he's been involved in like thirty eight goals or something ridiculous, it's crazy. Like if you take him I don't out think of the there's team, anything inherently wrong with that. Like it's 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 more so what you're arguing whether or not it's a fact. In my eyes, it's I don't think there's anything totally wrong with one player being super being super effective of a team i mean clearly like harry kane and tottenham are one and the same they go right. as he goes yeah i think that's just how some teams are set up you know sometimes but, but you would really say that but you would say that thing, spurs but. would struggle without harry kane yeah he does say that yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? no but oh, andrew, yeah. andrew was trying to say that like if you took bruno out of the team united would be like not struggling that much, but I think if you, t- I, and I certainly don't agree with that. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I think he does that because it's more of a, it, it'll show like weakness in your side. Right. Even if that is the case a little bit, I mean, it, it's just a fact of the matter. Sometimes that's how, that's how a club yeah. is. That's how the offense is. But I also yeah, think he's, he's that their engine. And then when you remove the engine from something, it does not go. So yeah. I, I, that's he how he I also like kind of falls back on like when we talk about palace or like, if you take Zaha out of the side, like there's no other talent to step up where he, he feels as though United has that talent pool to step up where they probably have a better chance at filling the gap than like, I mean the they do, but. but look at what Bruno like look at since the restart, since that January transfer of Bruno, like think of what I, he's done yeah. since then. Like, I think I even, think United would be in tenth place right now if they didn't have Bruno for yeah. I mean Donnie would probably fucking play. I hope I really <laughs> hope I really hope they either loan him out or just sell him. I can't believe he sits on the bench on the te- on the fucking side like that questionable midfield side. You would start on any other team. Yeah. Easily. You'd start in Liverpool's side. Like you'd start in, I don't know, you'd probably even get time at City. You'd probably start at Madrid. Pretty sure that was the first, he was the, that was the first team that was trying to sign him. He must be fucking regretting that. I think, I think Van de Beek will be, will be disappointed with his decision. He, there's no way he could have known that it would have ended like this because I think when United signed him, there were there were some some fans I think who, and parts of the, the organization who thought this was sort of a signing we didn't need to make. We're gonna have we're gonna they foresaw issues in, in fitting him into the lineup in the future. So I think it might be a bit harsh to say he's being wasted, but I think he is certainly far too talented to to have the role that he has right now. And I I certainly agree that he could be starting on any team. I really want to tell him to sign him because because yeah. you're right he. He's like Rice, and the fact that he goes with anything, anybody could use a creative midfielder in their side right now. He's he's just he could be useful to anybody. So, 
hopefully they can find a way to incorporate him a little bit more often, or he just gets an opportunity one way or the other because it has been a bit, a bit, uh, you know, a bit of a shame to. I mean, it's the Euro, like it's, it's the Euros this summer. Like, if he doesn't get selected as one of their, I mean, he, they're. All, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Netherlands are freaking terrible right now as, as an international <laughs> are side. They like, qualified? well, they lost Van Dyke. They have Genie. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty Memphis. sure. I'm pretty sure they're qualified, but they're they've been playing terrible in friendlies. So like, he, I feel like he'd obviously get picked, but like call up, that man. that like back in your mind, like I'm not playing. I'm not showing my manager what I can do. Like it's probably in his mind going into the summer when he wants to represent his country. Yeah. It's crazy because when United signed both him and Cavani, there was never a doubt in my mind that Van de Beek would play, and I thought, all right, maybe Cavani comes on for like 10 minutes here or there. Yeah, now Cavani's... Even in this game, Van de Beek started warming up in like the 80th minute. You're like, oh, he might get like 10 minutes. I don't even know if they brought him on, or they brought him on with like three minutes left. It's like He came on really late, like insultingly late. How is he supposed to prove himself in 10 minutes? Yeah. After the game's pretty much like. You yeah. tell me the he thing can't, I always think he of here, it, this, this doesn't always add up, right? This theory, but it, it's it's when there's just some things that don't make sense about a player who's either getting a lot of playing time or not getting a lot of playing time, and it just isn't adding up. I always think what's happening in training that we don't see. I don't think Donny Van de Beek is a player who trains like shit. That's not the impression I get from him at like, all. He looks like goddamn is something Zidane going on in training that, that we aren't seeing. Like, like, what is going on in training that we aren't seeing? That's why he's not getting playing time. Why is he not ever getting the fair shout? I just don't. I don't know if it, it has to be something behind the scenes that we, that we just aren't privy to. You, uh, you, you think Scott McTominay's fucking <clears throat> freaking ugly ass soccer playing I, ass is? Fucking... I don't know if it's an effort thing. If if, if Van de Beek's no, really right now no finding way. it hard to, to to find it within him to try because of the position he's in, maybe he feels he's being unfairly treated, and he thinks no matter. What I do in training, I'm just falling out of the pecking order. So I, I don't, I don't know. I think it. I mean, I think it's reasonable. Like you can question Ole's decision. I mean, Ole's choice center back pairing is still Lindelof and Maguire in big games, regardless of what center backs are healthy. So it's like it might be reason to question Ole on like what he sees in certain players. Because I, I mean, Van de Beek can certainly play at Fred's level. Are you kidding me? The you man was scoring, I mean, man was scoring goals against Real Madrid and Juventus the yeah. season before in the Champions League, so and now like, he's sitting on the bench at Man U. It just doesn't make sense. But well, Leeds hopped and they popped and they put together a nice little late flurry of goals, but in the end, their defense just once again left them out to dry. Arsenal picks them apart, winning four two. Jalen did not pick four two. The score line. Love that button. Anyway, Arsenal looks like they're having some fun. They're right behind Spurs. It's not good. It's not looking good for, for Spurs in that category. But uh, Alba had a great goal. Three of Odegaard them. had a pretty good game. Good, good first Premier League hat trick. I'm pretty sure for Obama Yang. Yeah, yep. it's good to see him getting back in form. I mean, he's a likable player, and uh, yeah, one of them was a pen, and then took on took on a player with a double step over in the box and slotted it. Just good goals out of him. It, it's like what you expect to see out of him. Um, Saka was world class that game. Absolutely world class. Yeah, he's he's an unreal. issue. He's unreal. a problem on both sides of the ball from the time the game started to the moment he left the field was was absolutely exceptional. And a team full of good young players, he's like far and above their best young player. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's the he. I I feel like he's the face of the team right now. There's no one. There's no one playing better than him. I think. I feel he, like yeah. Abba's not even no that. 
that consistent. No. I think I think Sokka is the only player that can like challenge Phil Foden for young play, oh, like young player of the year. Yeah. Um, and what's unfortunate is he still won't even come close to Phil Foden if everything maps out like we think it's going to, and like and like how it looks like it's going to right now. But I agree with you completely, and and I think Saka is getting some due credit too. I, I think he certainly caught the attention of a lot of uh, pundits and players and managers and just league personalities, just starting to really notice performances and how good they've been and how much sure a player he is for his age and how all these, uh, I mean, all these appearances he's had, he's got to be certainly had a few caps at this point, but. I mean, he could be an England guy, depending on where he wants to go. I mean, he really has a, a world of possibility in front of him. So it's been fun to see that unfold. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad, you know, not for the rest of the league's sake, but I'm kind of glad uh, Arsenal is able to re-sign him for, for long term like that, just because he he could become a Premier League great. So you go into the Euros? I don't know. <clears throat> they, England I don't think has so. I doubt it. So many, I, really? I feel like I would take him over... You mean Lingard's going to the Euros now with the four season? Shut up! <laughs> Could uh, happen. I mean, who would you, like? Who is it? So, oh, man, they have so many players. Greenwood. So, uh, I mean, I would and, take, and, I would take Saka even, over and, Greenwood. And Saka's yeah. already Saka's already at a disadvantage with how many good English players there are. But also, I feel like players start to get sort of a negative rep when they play a lot of different positions. Like they get that sort of like jack of all trades, master of none type thing, where you can start to hold that against them, where they're like, "Oh, well, he's he's good at this and he does this really well, but you know, he doesn't really have a solid place anywhere." I don't think that's quite how you could describe Saka because of how good he is in so many different facets of the game. But I also think it would be nice if he were to really settle in in a position with that team where you could really he could really start to grow. I mean, he's he's pretty he's pretty solid into the right wing side. Yeah, right he's established now. I think as an attacker, I've player. seen him drop back in midfield. I've seen him drop back in, in, in a defensive spot too. So I think now that they're starting to put their team together a little bit more, and they're not dealing with injuries or just shoddy performances. Williams not really playing that much anymore, which I think will be the relief to a lot of Arsenal fans. Thank Most the Lord. Of his sub and even it was then. a waste of money. Yeah, it was. He's sitting on a fat wage, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, One of their biggest wages on the team, I think. Yeah. That's kind of sorry to take that shit. True. It might have been the most shocking result of the weekend, but Everton lose 2 nothing to Fulham. Yeah. I mean... That had to be that had to be the shock result of the weekend, right? That's legit wild. Thank God Everton dropped points, especially Josh with Josh Maja side. with two goals for Fulham. I believe the new signing. Wow. He's their new signing. Comes out and nets two. Fulham is. I mean, I don't know. I think I feel like I've said I've been saying like Fulham looks really good and they look like, but they're still in 18th place and like they, they haven't. Fulham closed. and Sheffield put themselves in such horrible spots that like. Even any run of form is going to see it difficult for them to pull out of there. Sheffield, Sheffield, I think is done. Method. I think West Brom is just about done. But if there's one team out of those three that can get out, I think it is Fulham because um, they're in 18th, and I think they're like six points out. And obviously, getting a win, a 2-0 win too. It's not like it was a gritty 1-0 scrap. Clean sheet, baby. Yeah, they like they came out of this game, um, and they had plenty of chances. I don't know what happened to Everton. Um, but props to them. I think that's that's fucking it's hey, good news. They, strange they, team. They play. They play like. I mean, they they looked awful in like the first half of the season. But as of late, like they've like in like games, they've they hold possession a lot and they create a lot. 
And I feel like Ruben Lossus Sheik has been playing a lot better than what he was playing. He's a big ass dude. Yeah, he's huge. He is gigantic. He's a big light skinned man. Everton's had such an up and down season. First, they were going to win the league, <laughs> and they dropped a couple games, and they dropped down to like, six, like six or seven six games. Yeah. Then they hovered back up into a Champions League spot, and they're still. I mean, they're still hovering around there, but they've just had a very streaky year. I feel like they are still looking for some sort of stability. But they're the only team in like the top six I could see really dropping a game like this to Fulham. A lot of these teams are pulling out at least draws and getting points from it. And Fulham's got a couple results so far this year, but Everton losing to Fulham 2-0 is a really bad look for a team like Everton. In order to continue getting taken seriously, they got to avoid results like this. Yeah, and I mean, Everton does have a couple games in hand, but it doesn't look like that they can do anything with those games in hand if they turn out. They're just going to get pooed on by City. Yeah, City's unbeatable unless, right now. Unless Calvert-Lewin, like, headers the ball from outside the 18. They might beat us. No, they better fucking not. They ain't beating, there's no way they beat you. <laughs> I hope not. Unless unless Richarlison double kicks Tiago in the face again. Yeah. I hope something crazy happens while we're doing our watch-along. and Pick yeah. spear tackles Jurgen Klopp on the <laughs> <laughs> Finally get a good derby I hope moment. Thiago just uh, like, I hope Tiago just, like, punches Richarlison in the face. Like, that would be so funny. It yeah. could happen. There could be some bad blood in that game. I'm glad these teams played really early on and now really late because now a lot's happened and they're two completely different clubs, but they still have that hatred for each other <laughs> that has been stewing from that first matchup. I feel like the Liverpool-Everton rivalry isn't like the same anymore. It's definitely not. It's just because it's been such a... Like, Everton couldn't close the gap on Liverpool. Yeah. It's like a joke. We literally feel that... What was it? Last year we feel that like Origi and... Shakiri against them, and we won like five two or four hours. Yeah, like <laughs> and Origi scored these two world class goals where he like lost. He took one touch and lofted it over Pickford, and I was like, "Well, I guess this is why." This like, I feel like as a much Liver- of a derby. Like Liverpool against any other top six side is more of like a yeah, not like a. I wouldn't say derby. I feel like it's a more like, just more intense, like yeah, more of a battle prioritized game. Yeah, but this season, I mean, this weekend could be way different. We'll have to see. <laughs> Could be a Sigerson hat trick. Yeah, Jalen, you shouted out. Uh, we can move on to to West Ham three, Sheffield zero. Again, we we did say Sheffield were were pretty much in the dumps. I mean, any given weekend, you could have said, "Well, it's over for them now." I mean, the, but the 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 bad results are just piling up, and there's not goals coming from anywhere consistently. I mean, unfortunately, they're a team that's almost assuredly going to be sent down. Like like I think we always say, they could always just get promoted again. I think Chris Wilder has that in them, and he could manage the championship well enough to move them back up. But they lose this game 3 nothing to West Ham. Jalen, you mentioned how good uh, form Jesse Lingard's in since he's made the move. I bet he's really happy he made this move. Yeah, he's playing really good. Like he he, had he a, looks so good. He has a good touch. Like he looks like he's he looks like he's just a man that's been kept in a cage for a little bit. Yeah, it makes me wonder what was preventing him from getting in the United uh, side. Well, I I I saw I was like actually reading up on it. He had a lot of I'm pretty sure he had a lot of off the field problems. He did. So um, not like problems. I would say, I would say like his you know, grandmother I, died. His, I, his mom was going, broke up with him. His mom was going through some stuff. Yeah, I like, feel like he was just had a lot of stuff on his mind. So like it was hard to like kind of keep up like the United like pressure. Like sometimes right. you just got to be like, I, I just got to take a step back. But the guy, I mean, the guy, he is a talented player. And he's, he's ripped too. He can, he never stops running. That's an in shape. That's an in shape man right there. And it's like, I don't know, like. They could throw him out on the right wing at United, and like, yeah, no. I think he could. 
I mean, Greenwood's playing well right now, but like when the when United started the season, they had no right wing. Yeah, they were, and like Lingard is a versatile player that's capable of doing that. And right now, he's just running at back lines for West Ham and like putting all defensive, all defenses on their back foot. Makes you wonder how how much Ollie did want it to work because he was certainly aware of of his lack of depth in, in that position, and maybe he really was thinking, "I'd love I'd love to get Jesse out here a few games if we could just make it happen in training, or we could just get his head right in this category." So, I mean. You know, to your point, Jill, and you make a really good point in saying that Manchester is just a difficult place to exist and be a human being and have your own life and your own interests and, you know, off the field, make, make, make football and make life separate. You know, it's tough to do that in Manchester, and that was something he was always going to struggle with. Um, you know, I think he's probably somebody that pays a little bit too much attention to social media, makes that a little bit too big of his image, too, so... I think this West Ham move, one, makes a lot of sense for both parties. West Ham need a guy like Jesse Lingard who can, I mean, he's a veteran at this point, show some of their guys the ropes. He's been places. A lot of them have not been yet. So he brings that to the locker room as well. Clearly his form has been really good, which has just been a huge plus. You know, United kind of get him off the books for the time being and get him back to form again. So this is really just a a feel-good move, I think. I'm really glad that he made this move. And I think, again, both sides really benefited pretty greatly from it. Yeah. Seeing him dancing again, I love it. Even though he's a United guy, like he wanted, he wanted sellies. to take the penalty, but uh, Duck and Rice said, "No, man." He said, "Let me get that." Duck and Rice was like, "Nah, this is my club." I just imagined, I just imagined Rodri fucking taking the penalty, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is gonna be like that." <laughs> Rodri's was awful. Oh yeah, but, but he, uh, he said, when? "He said, nah, the gaffer, the gaffer's backing me." Declan did, and then it was funny because as soon as Declan scored, Link. Jay Lings went up to him and was like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, like, happy for him that he got the goal. I mean, uh, I mean, we were definitely all like that when we played soccer. Like, if you yeah. got, if you got, he if you, the pen. yeah, if you got fouled, like, you're and you're a forward, you're going to let like, defensive midfielder step up and take a goal from you? Like, I don't think Fucking so. Ederson's running up from the goal line, like, let me take it. <laughs> yeah, Ederson, Ederson should have taken that shit over. Yeah. Rodri, Gabriel Jesus was on the field and he didn't take it. It's a shame that that penalty came out that ugly with how questionable the call was <laughs> it's a shame the penalty didn't happen when they were already up to nothing because then i think ederson could have taken it i think yeah. the fact that it happened it would have been their first goal and if and if he misses that and then city lose that game that's like pep's job right there basically uh making a call like that so for entertainment's sake if they were going to score a penalty i wish they would have scored it as their third goal because then i think it, we we might have seen it but that's just a point in way, case that City, everything is going right for City because that was the one thing they couldn't do was score a penalty, and then like they get this lucky ass like Loris easily should have saved that, and yeah, it still ends up in the back of the net somehow. But yeah, the West Ham Sheffield game, Lingard looked really good. Ben Ben Rama needs to start more. He first for the assist for the third goal picked up assist. Yeah, he's so shifty. The man man just knows how to shift his body. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of wild. Also, I mean, Declan Rice looks really good in the middle of the park. He's captaining the team. Um, he's a player that, I don't know, is he going to go somewhere? Or is he going to stay if West Ham can keep this form? They're sitting in fifth right now. He should go to He should go to United. I wouldn't go to Chelsea. Chelsea move just makes way too much sense for him. It's just, I, I don't think it makes sense. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know think if it will under Tuchel. I, I don't think it makes sense now. I think under I think under Frank it did. I don't think it makes sense now. Declan Rice is like a different I mean, version of Frank. I don't know. Ducal could Ducal could find himself sacked a year from now, and that whole team could be getting moved around. So I mean, not in their current form. 
No. Not in their current form, yeah. Then certainly not. But I mean, him, 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 him and Abramovich right? could have a fist fight outside the freaking stand. <laughs> yeah, Stanford. We might as well talk Chelsea two zero, right? I was going to say, speaking of Chelsea, our final game of the weekend, they beat Newcastle two 0 Jalen, you had a bit of a howler here. You picked Newcastle to win this game, and you were the only one to do so. I was going to ask uh, you if that pick. was a typo on your prediction. No, I, I really <laughs> they play they played good last game. I don't even care about Chelsea no. and their current form, but. They, I thought they Newcastle had a good. Been in good form too. They had a no. Newcastle's not in good form. They won one game, so that's why I put it. But uh, <laughs> this is a Callum Wilsonless Newcastle. Too. I mean, jo- I I like Willock. I think he's a really good player. I know they put Dwight Gale up there instead of Willock, um, and Dwight Gale was probably it was all types of useless when I was watching, and he was a really good championship player. I'm pretty sure he played for West Brom. I'm pretty sure. And yeah, I just said I think Allen St. Mac couldn't really do it. They played a really so they played that basically a four. It was like a four one two one two, but like a four. It's basically a four four two diamond. Yep. And it just wasn't working. They didn't have the width, and he didn't change it in the second half. And I just really think Steve Bruce just needs to get the axe. I just think he's a terrible, terrible manager, and he's probably the worst one in the fucking Premier League right now. It's really tough to peg like like who they bring in after because. I'd bring in like that Allegri's mafia that, boss. that go-to <laughs> manager, right? That everybody's like, everybody who's pissed at their current manager is like, Allegri's available, just suck him and go get Allegri. And that's what everybody says. I mean, Allegri wouldn't go to Newcastle. Like, what? where would Newcastle go without Steve Bruce? Who uh, would they appoint? I, I don't know. Just like, <laughs> when you think that, think that Ron that's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, ew, no, hell no. But, uh... <laughs> I don't know, just like because we think big names when it comes to those clubs, but there's a ton of like I feel like there's a just ton that of managers. lower circulation. Yeah, of I feel English like there's football. a ton of managers at that level that like could work. I mean, the Bournemouth Ed, like, Eddie Howe managers with four names. Eddie Howe could come in. <laughs> they could bring Rafa. Eddie back. Howe's been spending. Yeah, Eddie Howe. He's an interesting story, honestly. Eddie Howe, uh, the whole vanishing, waiting for the right time to come back. Not really being considered an all-time great of the Premier League, but that's sort of something that the all, an all-time great would do. Like, oh well, it didn't work out here. I'll just wait till I get an opportunity where I want to, you know, where I can fall in love with the game again. I'm like, dude, you, you're pretty young. You got a career to build here. I'm not really sure why you're like behind the pundit desk saying that. If you want to, if you want to become an analyst, do that. But I don't know. It was very, it's, it's very strange that thing, that that whole situation with him. And I feel like there's a couple of jobs that have popped up that. He may have been qualified for at one point, but because he's since removed himself from the game now, he's kind of taken his own name out of the contention for those positions. Right. Yeah. Not really a wise career move. I'm not Newcastle sure the, needs something, though, because Newcastle could get relegated at this point, especially now that Callum Wilson was go- is gone. Like, he's hurt. Yeah. So uh, without him and without his goals, they are definitely in trouble of slipping a bit. Um, Timo player that's obviously been struggling all season um the bicycle kick goal he has he has those were that would those were the memes of the weekend by the way the bicycle kick memes were you seeing those i didn't know there's like a caption like timo werner scores a bicycle kick goal and it's like it shows the footage of it which was like not at all it could not at all be considered one and it's like the bicycle and it's like a like a mangy beat up like tricycle (laughs) yeah Yeah, but basically, got, essentially, they called it a bicycle goal, a bicycle kick, but it was not even remotely. But it was a good finish, and he had a great game. No, let's not take away from that. Yeah, I mean, no, he did. 
He set up. A if ball. anything, you'll as a Chelsea player, you'll always be able to cross the ball in the box and and get and pick up an assist, and and he did that. So. Yep. Thanks to Olivier. Giroux but Timo also I mean he's been a player that Jamie Carragher was talking about like his stats this season and he has he has the most chances created for Chelsea at like 19 or something this season he's also hit the woodwork five times so as far as being like a player that's struggling to find form he's, he's just, also he's, he's been an like, impact he's uh, just like unlucky sometimes. he's been so unlucky <laughs> he had like three chances chances to score this game and it was like yeah, he can maybe do better there. Like one of them was the ball whipped in and he like lunged at it. Yeah, but the dude's but also not like, six foot two. He's like five foot nine. He's yeah, not, he so, like he had to jump forward in the air to yeah, get that ball. And I, I I saw it and I was like, oh, he should have put that away. And then I saw it again how he's like running full speed, lunging and like yeah. he still gets a piece of the ball to even <laughs> hit the ball, and then just barely goes wide. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of that's kind of just yeah, tough like, that yeah, that doesn't. And you're go just in. like thinking, it's like. <laughs> Like how do I, like how would I do that? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have rolled. Yeah, I mean Chelsea in, in, a, in a great, great run of form right now. I think, you know, and I guess to to wrap up our thoughts on Timo, we haven't really been too critical of him. We've always pointed out that he's been a player not on form in Chelsea, but I think we've always also preempted that by saying that he could at any moment catch form and contribute. Maybe he's not doing that in the way we thought he would this season, but in the same vein, I mean, you can always tell. It's very apparent when he has a good game, and they look like a completely different club when he does have a good game. And oh, yeah. He's been playing fantastic, and their form has been really, really good. And yeah, at one point, they were sheets. a team. Yeah, I mean, at one point, they were a team you say, oh, that's a shoo-in for a Europa League spot, you know, a couple months ago. But now, unfortunately, you kind of have to assume that they're going to be a Champions League team. That's the team that Liverpool needs to watch out for. You know, yeah, they're ahead of us right now. So. And and you'll be neck and neck with them a lot this season, I'm sure. And I'm not, you know, Leicester seems to keep winning games. I, I'm starting to think there's nothing Leicester could do to actually make me sold on them. But, I mean, they're Same. a team I still think could, could fall out of form and drop, and drop points. But, I mean, Chelsea's one of those teams. Unfortunately, now you have to take seriously. And credit to Tuchel for that. I mean, the players were always there. So it was clearly, the problem was clear. It was always who was running everything. So now that they have a manager who really has experience and knows how to set those players up successfully, we're starting to see what that looks like. So I think it was always a matter of time, unfortunately, once Frank had left. But I, yeah. Chelsea's back. I mean, it's so weird that you say, like, the players are always there, that, like, we talk about, like, form, like, changed when, like, changed a little bit halfway through the season. I mean, Tuchel's side is, com- Chelsea's side is different. completely different. They're playing Christensen, Rudiger, and Azpilicueta when it was... Zuma and Thiago Silva for the longest time. I, I Alonso's playing now. I wonder if Thiago Silva's even happy that yeah, Tuchel's Reece there. Yeah, James is on the bench. <laughs> ben Chilwell's on the bench. Yeah, I don't know. I'm and also the midfield, like it's Jorginho, it's Kovacic, like though that's the midfield they're playing. Like it's a to, it's a totally different lineup. Yeah, and Pulisic is getting no burn under his former manager, not playing at all. No, um, Kai Kai hasn't played since the second game that Tuchel was there. Yeah, Kai started. I yeah, think I still think he's going to start using Kai soon. Polsek could Polsek could be a different story. I hope he doesn't. I don't even know if Polsek I hope he doesn't healthy. start rotting away. I thought I'm. I think he's healthy. I don't think he's. I don't think he's just. I mean, I would imagine. Healthy. I would imagine he's healthy. I think all he had was hamstring troubles for like the beginning of the season and stuff. But 
It's just like, but I mean, he hasn't featured at all. He hasn't found. He's he's found hasn't even very been a few minutes. substitute. Tammy got fucked up this weekend. Did you see that? Yeah, that was a Lascelles challenge. That was a good ass challenge. That was a, yeah, it was just unfortunate that his ankle got caught under Lascelles. This looked gross. Definitely, that's just one of those things that you know if you're in that, you just be like, ah, oh. dude, Keppa played. Keppa played good too. He had, Keppa did I wrote play. down he Keppa well. with big saves. He saved the Shelby free kick. He saved a Willock header. That was saved a good, the header. That was a, that I remember, yeah, the Willock header. Willock got yeah. mad high on that. Yeah. He was in there for so long. Yeah. I was so, like, what the hell? I don't know. If he got Keppa playing well, that that goes to show. He's like, yeah, Keppa. Uh, he just needs confidence. I was like, what? I was like, what? Dude, he hasn't played in like three months. Man needs more than confidence. Man needs a whole restructuring. Man needs mind. to grow. He's such a small goalkeeper. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he's short. I didn't know that. He's tiny. He's like 5'3". Well, not really, f- but he's the short. Fuck up. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what happened to Mendy. He looks like he would kick Mendy a ball hurt. directly through him and back out the other side. <laughs> Chelsea, do they have Champions League this week? Who plays tomorrow? Um, I don't know. Oh, Kepa 6'1". That's kind of small for a oh, goalkeeper. That's, dude, Thibaut Courtois is like 6'9". Yeah. I was going to say Donnarumma is like 6'5 or 6'6, six, six, I think. Nick Pope's like 6'7. Um, what am I checking? Who plays tomorrow? Um, who are they <laughs> matched up with? Oh, no, they don't play. Juventus Porto play tomorrow and Sofia, Sevilla and Dortmund. Chelsea play Atletico. Ugh, they're going to get fucked up. Atletico's in the, probably the best team. In, like, they're the best team in Spain right now. Yeah, they're the best. They're the most yeah, informed team probably. Don't they have like a, a huge game. lead with like two games in hand? In yeah, the, on they're, they're the most informed team like across the top five, I think, right now. That other is, than City. I'm, uh, that is next I'm eager Tuesday. to see what happens with, with these Chelsea wingbacks. I'd hate to see Chilwell not get featured. I think, like I said in the group chat, he's a player who <laughs> needs to be on the field, but Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Chelsea are firing on all cylinders. You can't really judge Tuchel for anything right now because he's sort of got them back in form. But that's the weekend, boys. That was that was the games. That was the weekend. That was the weekend. Uh, looking looking ahead, we're hoping to do a watch along this weekend. Considered everyone's healthy and ready to go, um, we'll be doing that for Liverpool Everton, which should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, that's another uh, banger of a game, and then. Um, just stay tuned. We uh, we'll be putting stuff out this week, keeping everybody entertained and updated. But follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Am I missing anything? OnlyFans. Uh, yeah. Title. Onlyfans. MySpace. Yeah, yeah, right. AOL. Check out my boards on Pinterest. Uh, we're That's setting so up many in- passwords. Imagine if we had all those accounts, all the passwords we'd have to keep track of. The one that Andrew would forget. We can't even keep track of one password, so let alone 15. I was going to say, that might be the most audacious move is when Andrew went and made like four accounts <laughs> and wrote down none of the passwords. None of the passwords. <laughs> but hey, we're still figuring it out. Um, yeah, we but might even... Maybe not in our uh, MO here at Howlers Podcast. We might even do... Okay. Uh, might try to do two watch-alongs, obviously, assuming if everyone's healthy. If are we, you, if we you, could pull are it. you here this weekend? I won't be here Saturday, but I could do a watch-along Sunday. All right. So um, we'll figure it out, but... It's also up in there yeah, from here stay Saturday. Tuned. But yeah, subscribe. Stay tuned. Um, subscribe and that way you'll know what's going on and what we're doing and what the pay plan us. is. Um, pay us. Yeah, pay us. But thank you guys for listening. We uh, we love talking footy with you. We wish Andrew was here, but um, he's here in Don't. spirit. We miss you. R.I.P. R.I.P. See you in this next life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, if he makes it out alive. Jeez, we'll see. 
Yeah. But, pray for him. Uh, pray right. for Andrew. Hashtag pray for Andrew. Hashtag pray for Andrew and United. That's it for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll catch you on the next epi. Peace.